0: From the big screen to the small screen, and everything in between, this is The Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey guys, welcome to the special bonus episode of The Screeners Podcast. The only thing we're going to do today is discuss Deadpool. I can't wait to dive in, but before I do, real quick, I wanted to mention that we really do appreciate any feedback we get from you guys. So please leave a comment on our Facebook page, send us an email at screenerscast at gmail.com. get in touch with us so we can hear from you and uh, and and make this podcast awesome. All right, so let's uh, jump directly in to our review of Deadpool. I love you, Wade Wilson. We can fight this. You're right. Cancer's only my liver, lungs, prostate, and brain. All things I can live without. What if I told you we can make you better? You're a fighter. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. Make you a superhero. You just promise you'll do right by me so I can do right by someone else. And please don't make the super suit green or animated. One thing that never survives this place is a sense of humor. Uh, we'll see about that, Posh Spice. Oh, come on. You know to leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell? I am very turned on right now. He's
1: going give it to you. He's going give it to you.
0: You are haunting. You look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Thank you. All right, guys, the IMDb description is... Thus, a former special forces operative turned mercenary is subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers, adopting the alter ego, Deadpool. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting discussion. I think we're going to try and give our general thoughts and feelings, uh, and then we'll dive into spoilers. But just a quick note, we are recording this uh, a day after the weekends, or on Monday, February 15th. And uh, we've just gotten word that this was the largest box office weekend for an R-rated film ever. And it didn't just barely beat that Mm -hmm. number. It beat it by what, like 40 or 30 or 40 million dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big deal. Um, For the longest time, you know, Deadpool was a a character that executives did not want to touch. This was actually started off as being like a proof of concept that was trying to be shopped around. And uh, all the execs that saw it had, wanted had nothing to do with it, they didn't think it was going to be successful. They thought people would uh, just hate it. And uh, when that footage was leaked, that that initial uh, test Uh, footage that little short film people got so excited about it that what about three years later here is the movie based on that short film so now we get to see it now we get to talk about it so let's just go ahead and go around the table here there's only three of us chad's here say hi chad hello melody's here melody how you doing
1: I'm great.
0: <laughs> so I have,
1: I have no idea how of the five screeners I am one of the three that has made it onto the Deadpool review. The universe willed
0: it. Here I, I am. <laughs> well, I think honestly, nobody knew how how popular this is gonna be. And so we're even taken a little bit aback by how, you know, excited people are for it. And we've even been it's already been requested on the Facebook page that we review it. So we thought we'd get this out as quickly as we could. So we're gonna give our initial thoughts. So why don't we start with Chad? Chad, do you have any prior experience with a Deadpool character, or is this is this fairly new to you?
2: Uh, I have like a cursory knowledge of Deadpool. I, I collected comics when I was younger. I definitely was a DC guy, uh, some Marvel, but I was mainly, you know, Batman, Superman, X-Men, some. And so, I knew of Deadpool for sure. I knew a little bit about the backstory, but certainly not a hardcore fan at all. I, I liken it to a movie that just missed my top ten and made, I think, some of you guys top ten last year around the same time, which was Kingsman. Yeah, I think which, it was like number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it came out in February. I had like very low expectations, and then it was just so off the wall and fun and exciting that that I that ended up loving it. Now, in my wildest dreams, I don't think I expected to <laughs> love this movie as much as I love it. Um, <laughs> it is. I, I can't remember a movie, including all of 2015, where I literally laughed out loud. Belly laughed as much as I did uh, in this movie. It has a wicked sense of humor. You know, it's getting a lot of press about being R-rated, and I think the studios are smart to kind of lead with that as a marketing ploy, because it feels like, oh, it's the it's it's the bad movie that I have to sneak away and go see. I've seen, like, all these articles popping up. Right. Well, they about, don't want parents to get upset that, right. you know, they
0: let their child go see a Marvel
2: movie, sure. and they didn't know
0: it was R. It's obvious it's, in their it's marketing. It's
2: an R. Yeah, I mean, I've even seen some, though, some stories about the art of sneaking into an R-rated movie if you're not 18. All this crazy stuff um, and I think they're smart because it makes it almost like an experience to get in and, and see it it's certainly dirty it certainly has bad language it has nudity it has a lot of violence but it didn't strike me as more violent or anything else than, than, than I've seen that's also R-rated so from From one standpoint, I kind of went in just thinking, "Well, this is just going to be Ryan Reynolds jumping around and cursing a lot, and it'll just be filthy for the sake of being filthy, and it'll probably have some good action and i'll just it'll be very disposable and that is not the case at all for me it It's very clever, it is funny, and you can tell that the people that made it really care about this character and wanted to get the the trueness of of what gets down to to who Deadpool is as a character right." It's hilarious. It has great action. And the thing, honestly, that surprised me the most, I didn't expect it. You know, they're they're marketing in this on Valentine's Day. And without giving too much away, there is a relationship at the center of the story. And it surprisingly has a decent amount of heart to this movie as well. I mean, there were moments where I was like, oh, things are happening here with the relationship that I totally bought. So I loved it. I loved it. I laughed out loud. It's, I would never take my mother to this movie in a million years. <laughs> but for me, a, a general just big thumbs up. I thought the Ryan Reynolds performance was really f- dead on. Literally. Very, literally. The supporting characters are all funny. There are some lines in this movie that are, are are so, so great. So, yeah, overall, I liked it. Now, I'm very interested to hear what Melody thought from the, from the female perspective. But I'll say this in my... St- I went to the 1 o'clock showing on Friday, on opening day, matinee, and it was about two-thirds packed, and there were a lot of couples in there. So whatever they did for this Valentine's Day thing, it totally worked, and people were cheering and clapping, so I liked it a lot. I really did.
0: Yes, nice. All right. So, okay, Melody, how dreamy is Ryan Reynolds? That's my question to you.
1: Well, he is... Very dreamy, but certainly not in this film. <laughs> well, I remember
0: last, if, if you listened to the, the the best of 2015, you described the man with Uncle, the man from Uncle, as being two hot guys. That you just true. probably described this the hot guy in a superhero movie, right? I would imagine.
1: I mean, except that you don't really see him very well. Actually, you do see him in this movie yeah. more than I thought you would. You so. certainly do. So that was delightful. But so, I mean, (laughs) I would not have gone to see this movie in a million years if I would have been like choosing which movie to go to in the theater. But because I love my husband and he really, (laughs) really wanted to see this movie because this is not even like this is obviously just a bonus episode. So I didn't have to see this movie. But out of my love for my husband, I agreed to go see Deadpool. And I, I was just braced for just raunchy disgusting, like, I'm so offended that you want me to laugh at this nastiness sort of a situation. And like Chad said, that really was not the case. And I didn't love this movie. I'm not lining up to buy the Blu-ray or anything, but I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. And it, it it was nothing like what I was expecting as far as the level of raunchiness. Like Chad said, it's 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 still definitely a hard R. There's all of the things that make it an R. They're all in there. But it's not, like, just disturbingly raunchy. And I don't think it's... I mean, it is raunchy for the sake of being raunchy, I suppose. But there's enough heart and enough story and enough interest in the characters that you just kind of go with it because the raunchiness is part of this guy and the way that he deals with the life that he's been dealt. Yeah, I kind of liked it. And not... Only was I did not, did not want to see this because of the raunchiness, but I also didn't want to see it because, as I've said many a time on this podcast, I'm super done with superheroes, like just superhero fatigue or whatever. I don't think that this did anything crazy new as far as the superhero thing goes, but it was clever enough and different enough that I didn't feel the superhero fatigue that I feel in in a lot of these other movies, so... I was very pleasantly surprised. I don't know if I buy the heart of the the romance as much as Chad did, but it was okay. Um it's you're jaded, and the humor I am a softy. I am very jaded, that's true. <laughs> uh, the humor I don't think was as funny as 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 Chad and Chris probably did, but there were some I had some laugh out loud moments. I totally did, I will totally admit it. And I think if you if you can handle an R rating then there there's nothing in this movie that that should keep you away from seeing it. So.
0: Nice. Okay, I uh, I am this movie is for me. I, I was very excited to see this movie. I had a very high expectation simply because of that footage that leaked. It's basically the um opening sequence, the uh the SUV on, on the, the bridge on, on the bridge. Yeah. Anyway, it and it, it's it's amazing. So the moment I saw that, I was like, "Please" somebody make that into a movie and keep that feel throughout the entire thing mean, the entire thing and honestly i've heard a few reviews say this and i totally agree that what they achieve in this movie should not be possible it would be very easy you know deadpool is a character who is aware that he's a comic book character he's aware that he's in a movie starring ryan reynolds and so when you are aware of these things and the fourth wall is breaking all the time and there's these gags and all that stuff, it really, as an audience, shouldn't work because you shouldn't really care about any of the stakes that are involved. If you're trying to tell a story and make it something that you care about, if you know that the character basically can't die number one i mean that's one of his powers he you know he can get his hand chopped off and it'll come back or uh get his head blown off and it'll come back all these crazy things i mean he cannot die but for some reason this movie works in the absolute best of ways and it even works within the universe like there's a a line one of my favorite lines talking about the fact that he's confused about what universe he's in what marvel universe he's in and i think a lot of us sitting down to watch these marvel movies now are confused because sony's making them and fox is making them and marvel studios is making them and and he's you know making fun of that in in so many different ways so this movie's funny the cast is spectacular The direction is really, really on par. Just like Chad said, everybody who is involved seems to know they're a part of something special and something that shouldn't work, and they're doing their very best to make it work. I I read an article with the editor who said, you know, it was so difficult to wrap his head around how this story is going to work. It's edited very strangely. It's all edited around that strangely, but the first half of the movie is edited around one sequence. And I found that really cool and refreshing. And what a different way to yeah. experience a a movie. I had not really seen that before. And so they were trying at every angle to be different, to differentiate themselves from linear storytelling or the you know the normal thing and uh it's great everybody from tj miller who is who plays uh weasel the bartender in the um in the movie to hilarious Ron, yeah he was fantastic to negasonic teenage warhead which i i found hilarious and they make fun of that in colossus and um then the bad guys and his love interest all of them i feel like are so pitch perfect. They're in the right place at the right time. You know he's a part of a bigger universe anyway. I just really had a great time with this movie. It was it's directly aimed if you're if you're a comic book nerd, if you've ever read an X-Men comic or a Deadpool comic, especially an X-Force, this movie's for you. It is spectacular. It's wonderful. The only thing I had trouble with is that when I sat down, I was sitting down next to a 3-year-old boy. What? Yeah. And let me just let me just say this movie is not for a three year old. It is for the an adult. It really is an adult film. It's an adult film that that is aimed directly towards people who have grown up with comics and who are aware of the comic book culture and are geeks and nerds and love that kind of stuff. And it will speak directly to them, but it is not for kids. Parents, in no way, shape, or form, should you ever bring your child to see this movie. It is not for them.
1: I I literally wanted to cry about it. Like it was beyond my comprehension. And I thought surely, like they'll they'll get up and leave once they they just don't know. Like they just don't know what this movie is. Oh no. Nope. They watched the whole thing with two little kids.
0: Yeah, what? yeah. There's two. They'll get there. But from the very opening, I was worried that I was not going to be able to laugh. But I really quickly ignored the three year olds. And uh, and from the opening credits, man, you knew you're in for something special. There's this like 3D movement like yeah. deal, and the credits are half-hearted, and it's spectacular.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like so- what you said too, Chris, about this movie trying to do something different. Have you seen the article where James Gunn responded to Marvel, yes. the director? Yeah. So one of the things, uh, one of the things that I really liked about that is. He essentially just said, now the problem with this is that now we're going to... Who is James Gunn? sorry, James Gunn's the director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Uh, another movie that was really given a lot of credit for being original and subverting the tropes that had been kind of established over the several Marvel films in a row. He said, you know, that Hollywood's going to take the wrong lesson from this and that very soon we're going to start seeing... Uh, seeing movies that are greenlit that are going to be, quote-unquote, like Deadpool, but they won't be good and original, but they'll just be a raunchy superhero right. film. exactly. Uh, and I liked what he said here, and I'm, I'm quoting here from this article. It said, this isn't a movie that just breaks the fourth wall. Hollywood will make new versions of this, and they're going to treat you like you're stupid, which is the one thing Deadpool didn't do. And then he said, Deadpool does its own thing, and that's what people are reacting to, not just the fact that it's dirty. Yeah. And then he closed out by saying, hopefully there'll be a studio, too, that'll take the right lesson like Fox did with Guardians, and that is to give people something that they don't already have. I totally agree with that, I, I, and, and I think Melody spoke to it, too, is that part of what makes this good is not just because it's dirty or because it's, oh, it's a superhero that's cursing or they've got in-jokes that are even making fun of themselves – it's because it's it's done in such a way that it feels different enough, and that it's just competently made and feels well done and original. It just doesn't feel like the same three act structure that we've been getting for the last two or three years. And, and it's I, done by people who, lo- just like you said, people who
0: actually love this this character. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds has he's already played Deadpool once in X Men uh, Origins Wolverine. He he played Deadpool in that movie, right. and he's wanted to be this character. For 15 years. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so this he
2: is born to play this role. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Is wonderful.
0: I mean, he is Deadpool. From th- this point going forward, you know, he's played Green Lantern. He's played Deadpool. You know, he's been in a Blade film. That's three yeah. uh, comic book movies that he just... It didn't work the, for him. The Green Lantern, without
2: spoiling it, the Green Lantern reference in this movie oh, is yes, so great. That was funny.
0: <laughs> it's so good. There there's so many wonderful references to things he's done before. That, both Ryan Reynolds and you know Marvel yeah. and DC and all that. Which is crazy to think this is a Marvel movie and they're making references to DC. Yeah. Like you know, it's just insane. It really is. It's 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 like nothing you've really seen. You almost feel like, wait a minute, are, are they allowed to say that? Won't they get sued? Right. It, it, it's crazy. Okay, so. Um, uh, let's move on into spoilers if we feel like got a couple of things we're going to talk about. There's a couple of scenes that I want to discuss with you guys, and I'm sure those of you who are listening want us to discuss as well. So anything else before – I think we can all say go see it in theaters, right? You guys would say that that's uh,
1: – With the caveat that you do understand, it is a hard R. Don't, don't let our <laughs> – just because we weren't like appalled and shocked at the at the depravity of this film, it doesn't mean it, – it's, it's still an R, but – I think most sure. of our listeners would enjoy it. I do.
0: Yeah. No. Totally. Okay. I How would say you? go
2: see it in a the theater for sure. It's, uh, I mean, not that it needs it. It's a, at the end of the day today. It's already yeah. at 150 million um, after four days. But yeah, I mean, Melody's right for sure. It's. I don't think it's any more than an R. I mean, it's an R, but it's not as R rated as a lot of things. They just want you to feel like it's just over the top in offensive and and maybe to some people it would be but not to me but i think my well, offense Well you did box you did equate
1: it to the um to Kingsman and i think you i think you're right it it is a similar similar yeah, level ultra of violence. violence
2: there's going to be yeah. some nudity there's going to be some sex scenes that are played more for laughs probably and there's a ton of language so yeah so if those things don't bother you jump <laughs> right on in <laughs> <laughs> and i would say definitely
0: go see this movie especially if you have any experience with deadpool you know what you're already getting into this is probably and i've heard it said before but i totally agree with it this is probably the truest version of that character he is He's perfectly portrayed in this. Ryan Reynolds. This is a labor of love. You can tell it, and it's wonderful. So, anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into spoilers and talk about any specifics that we uh, we want to chat about.
2: The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.
1: Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars?
2: You want to know how I got them? But there's so many places it wouldn't have occurred to hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer has brought me off
1: my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. In the dream I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there and all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there.
0: And I woke up. And I don't know if you noticed this, Chad. Is that this movie? And this is maybe not even the podcast, but this movie uh, was edited with Premiere Pro. Did you see that?
2: I did read that.
0: That blows <laughs>
2: my mind. I can't, right? I edit for 15 minutes in Premiere Pro and I want to jump out of the window because I hate it so much. So. I
0: feel the same way. and I, I, It's incredible for me to hear that and how excited they were. But there's, If you're a filmmaker and you're interested in how people go through the editing process and all that, Adobe has an entire series on how they edited both. This movie, Deadpool and Hail Caesar, both of those movies were edited with Premiere Pro CC or tools that are available to just about everybody for it's like a crazy to
2: town, up. I guess. Well, anyway, I need to check that out because it's the actual interface in Premiere is fine. It, it doesn't bother me. It's but the data management side right. on a film, yeah. I can't even comprehend. So go, I'll, go I'll definitely YouTube. check that out.
0: Go to YouTube. They've got an entire deal about how they helped helped Deadpool and Dead Caesar uh, manage editing it's it's really fascinating so anyway so that was an inside baseball deal but we can get back into deadpool itself but i found that fascinating even while i was watching the movie yeah. i was trying to think to myself how how would i do oh i can't even imagine yeah. i can't even imagine okay so was there anything that stuck out to you guys that you really liked um
2: i think we've the- already touched on it. i loved the opening credits where yes. it's like you know this was directed by you know some loser or some yes. whatever and then it Flashes to the card of the Green Lantern in his wallet. And just, <laughs> so I my knew favorite, my, at that moment, I was like, I'm going to love this movie.
0: My favorite part was, and that was like the writers were the, the only competent people here or something like <laughs> right. that. Because like, you knew, because at that moment you realized, oh, the writers would have said this. You know what I mean? Like everything is so aware of like, okay, who actually did this? And who, what would they, in that moment, what would they say? It's, it's brilliant like it really is it's it's really good and the the comment that deadpool makes as colossus is pulling him away and he said, look like, Let, let's go talk to xavier the professor or whatever and he says which one mcavoy or stewart <laughs> right <laughs> it was just like brilliant like what how like you know anyway i love that moment it's just like yeah because i was curious myself and the fact that he references that 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 you know, how come I only see you guys here in the mansion? It's like the producers didn't have enough money to... <laughs> There's so many people in <laughs> such <laughs> a
2: big house. Yeah, we couldn't license anybody else. It was great. Yeah, it was it's, it's full of great moments like that. And Deadpool's sense of humor, or Ryan Reynolds' sense of humor, is pretty much perfectly aligned with me in real life so right. the, the lines that really worked for me well, he was there with the the lady what's her the character's name uh the blind lady that he's you know subleasing from and they're talking about this may be the last time that they that he's alive he's going you know to do this thing and he says it hey, buried in this house somewhere is your 10 yes. pounds of cocaine right next to a cure for blindness <laughs> just like i, I love this movie so much because oh it's gosh, not, you would it's, think that was the because funniest it's, was not, funny. it's not afraid to do to be extremely irreverent and make fun of those kinds of things it's that kind of movie and that kind of character you know there's a, there's five or six of those in the movie where it's it's almost like you can just see that ryan reynolds input into this whole process that's probably guys sitting around spitballing and what's a funny line here i bet the outtakes reel on this movie is insane Absolutely well it's so funny
0: tj T. miller apparently was in a uh, interview and he said oh wait till you see the director's cut of this uh we do so many awesome things and then the director said well no no, no. there's not going to be a director's cut i love this cut of the film yeah but he said there's about, I think, what did he say, like 45 minutes of outtakes yeah. and, and takes that we just didn't use that you should see. But I'm not going to put them in the movie. I don't think they deserve to be in the movie. Right. But wait till you see these. And they're all going to be, obviously, on the Blu-ray and uh, the digital release and all that. So I can't wait to, to see that. Melody, yeah. anything stick out to you at all?
1: I didn't have anything specifically prepared. Okay, well, never That's mind fine. then.
2: That's fine. Go, go, go ahead, Chad. Sorry, no, I, know you I was going to say, I just, I just think that we're getting caught up in... All the stuff that they want us to get caught up in, which sure. is oh, it's so irreverent, it's so funny, and so dirty. But I think underneath it all, it's a very, it's a very well told story. It's tight. The movie's short-ish. It's like an hour and forty minutes long. Uh, it doesn't feel too short, though. It doesn't feel too long. I think the device that they used, to f- the framing device at the beginning, you know, cross cutting back and forth in time between that what's happening is spe- on the bridge. That really, yeah, it's really good, and it keeps it. It very clearly lays out what is happening. Most origin stories can feel very kind of labored, and and you have to check off all the boxes of this has to happen, and then this has to happen, and this has to happen. And while for sure this is clearly an origin story, it didn't feel that way to me. It didn't feel like it was something that was labored or just going through the motions. It was really tightly constructed, I thought. So I think they they did a marvelous job of that for sure
0: yeah and it's funny too i'm just looking because i was curious and i you know i it was interesting to 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 realize and understand that this this movie deadpool had a budget of 50 million dollars which when you think about that that's that's insane. I don't even understand how they were able to pull off what they did right. with the 50. And they apparently got a $7 million budget cut uh, very early on in production. So, I mean, I think just like if you listen to um, the podcast, it may be coming later or you've already listened to it but we interview a writer on another film and she was talking about how you know budget if you got a smaller budget you just have to become very creative with what you do with what you do have and i feel like that's what they did like they knew that they were the black sheep that if if they failed no movie would ever be made like this ever again and if they succeeded it would really blow out of the water and that's exactly what happened and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they were very good and did a lot with a very little, um, and most people, I don't think would walk out of that movie and feel like it is less than what they saw in uh, the X Men movie or uh, anything else. They'd feel like they saw a spectacle. Uh, yeah. So that's that's a pretty that's a pretty great. Thing for them. That to be
1: is able to pretty say. impressive because I thought all of the effects and everything looked amazing, really good.
2: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's anything in there that would make you feel like they were cheaping out on the effects yeah. budget at all. Well, here's another thing'm I'm, I'm
0: curious about. I'm interested to see how they they deal with Deadpool. In the X-Men universe now, if they're actually going to do any crossovers. I know they've been talking about um, doing an X-Force series, which I think would be absolutely wonderful. But I don't know. What what do you think, Chad? Do you think Deadpool could work alongside the X-Men franchise that they're doing right now?
2: I mean, I don't ever want to say it couldn't work. I just... it's challenging for me because, you know, the trailer that one of the trailers that they play before this is X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. And I loved I think we all loved the last X-Men, the Days of Future Past. Right. I, we X. felt like it was really, really good. Yeah. But you can see just from that trailer in Bryan Singer's style that you kind of know what that movie is going to feel like. Right. sure, uh, sure. And, it, and it'll be. Probably exciting and we'll probably like it and and you know there'll be some moments of of humor and that kind of stuff for me it this character's world the tone of this world feels so different that it would be hard for me to see how that would mesh into a world even if it were a different x-men but you know what i'm saying where thematically where the tones would get together and and it could work. It seems like he would hijack every scene that he was in. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so, that, that's, I don't that's know. what I'd be aware of is, is that I'm afraid Deadpool would steal whatever scene you're in. Like, part of me feels like what Marvel was hoping to happen with Ant-Man was that Ant-Man would be that character, not Deadpool, obviously, but he would be that character that's kind of out of the box and different, that could, could play to uh, the comedic side and bring all this stuff to it. Uh, but and so Ant-Man could easily work in, but it didn't have that same impact. Whereas Deadpool, I think, now has become a, a huge star. Well they're and gonna I, have
0: to do something with right. him because yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that they're they're not they're gonna be able to get away with with just like ignoring him and only having him in because I mean he's so close. I mean, even in this movie, you've got Colossus, you got references to obviously the Xavier school for the gifted, and so like you've gotta be able to he's there he, this is the, he's, he's he, there there's, there's no getting around it so he's gonna have to show up at some point but
2: he's just super flamboyant and over the top and so i think i think if he's an ancillary character that comes in and just adds some some spice to something yeah. it could work
0: it's just interesting because you know you have to remember x-men apocalypse you know that happens in the 80s right right, right. Deadpool happens what i guess in around 2016 sure so Deadpool obviously is in the future uh, of where the X-Men franchise is at the moment. So I, I guess that makes sense that he's not going to show up there. right? But, I, and, I,
2: and, and I just meant more from like a tonal standpoint. Sure. Like, no, that I agree. world I agree. feels very, it feels a, a certain way. And it, it even even differentiated from the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it feels like it has its own kind of tone. So I don't know
0: we'll see all you. right well let's go ahead and wrap this up i don't think there's we need to talk too much more about um deadpool but just that you know we enjoyed it i thought it was fantastic go see the movie i think you'll enjoy it yeah awesome stuff deadpool i can't believe it exists and that's a wrap you've heard what the screeners had to say now you be the critic head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think see you next time